Hi, I'm Sherry Todd, a former DJ, now a podcaster. Every week, I hope to take you on an adventure that informs, inspires, and starts conversations. I want to get honest, and I want to get to the heart of life and love. It's going to be good days, bad days, good shows, bad shows. And just like life, we have to figure it out. And I want to figure it out loud. Welcome to Sherry. Hey, welcome to another episode of Sherapy. You can call me Sherry Todd, and I'd like to invite you to join my Facebook or Instagram pages, Sherapy with Sherry Todd. And if you have anything you want to say, if you want to share anything, say something to me, or you'd like to share it with all 12 of our listeners, you can send it to me at podcast at Sherapy with Sherry Todd, podcast at Sherapy with Sherry Todd. And I'd also like you to join up for our newsletter, which go to the webpage, SherapyWithSherryTodd.com, scroll down, and then you just sign up down there at the bottom. And you get all kinds of neat, crazy stuff that uh, I will uh, post and send out. So I'd like to talk about something that's very important, and I feel compelled to share this with everybody. Uh, a week or so ago, I came across this video by Monica Sudikoff. Very powerful video. She talks about child sexual abuse prevention. Very brave of her to do this PSA. I'm going to um, play the uh, the audio in a, in a second. But um, and also, I'd like you to go to her Facebook page, Monica Sudikoff, and share the hell out of this this uh, PSA that I'm about to play for you. Um, it's very important. I think everybody who, especially us who've gone through sexual abuse of children, we always have our radars out. You know, we're always scanning, we're always looking, we're we're making sure that everything's safe, particularly when there's kids involved. You know, we're all. I mean, I'll be at a playground. <coughs> I'll be at a playground and just watching. I mean, I'm not at the playground by myself. Okay, I don't want to sound like I'm some kind of crazy person, a pervert, but I'm usually there with, you know, other children, friends, kids, or what, or my nieces or whatever. But I'll be watching and, you know, I'm always looking to see if everybody is being appropriate, you know. And I imagine it's probably hard for people who've never gone through that kind of trauma in their life. And they probably have no clue in their thinking, especially parents are thinking, you know what? It's not going to happen to my kid. You know, I'm a good mother. I'm a good father. I I watch my kids. I know who my kid, you know, is involved with and, and who they play with. So, yeah, there's no way anything could happen. Well, you know, yeah, it can still happen. So I'm going to play Monica Sudikov's PSA very powerful. She's very, very brave to do this. And again, I encourage you to go to her Facebook page and share the hell out of it. My name is Monica Sudikoff, and I am a survivor of child sexual abuse. I feel compelled to share some of my thoughts about the epidemic that is child sexual abuse in an attempt to normalize discussing it. I'm also hoping to convince parents and others who have children in their lives whom they love to not shy away from addressing the 2,000 pound elephant in the room. Make no mistake, this is an epidemic. Conservative estimates indicate one in three girls and one in six boys will experience child sexual abuse before the age of 18. That's not okay. 
I myself was abused between the ages of approximately eight and 11 by two different individuals, an older childhood friend and my step-grandfather. The lingering effects of my abuse have permeated every aspect of my life. Besides having PTSD and anxiety, I struggle with trust issues, intimacy, self-esteem, and anorexia. I'm a 43-year-old woman who has been in therapy for almost five years to try and heal from something that could have been prevented. Parents easily address the issue of stranger danger with their children because it's a lot easier to fight a foe that doesn't really exist. However, over 90% of sexual abuse of minors occurs at the hands of individuals that the child and family know well, and that's a far more terrifying thing to think about. But think of the alternative. It may feel overwhelming to tackle the subject of sexual abuse with children, but I promise they can handle it. What they cannot handle is being sexually abused. And this is what I hope to convey to you with this message. I don't care about your political beliefs, religious beliefs, socioeconomics, sexual orientation, race, ethnicity, or cultural background. Sexual predators do not discriminate and children from all walks of life are equally vulnerable. So what can you do? Prevention begins at home with education. There are a myriad of resources available online and th through schools and abuse shelters to help parents facilitate these tough conversations. Resources are tailored towards age-appropriate discussions, beginning as early as three to four years of age and continuing on through elementary, junior, and high school age kids. People of all walks of life can find the resources they feel comfortable with using and that fit within their own sensibilities. I do encourage three very basic and fundamental points to cover no matter what resource you choose. First, children need to know the correct names for their genitalia. This is simple anatomy. It's not sexual, and it can provide them with the specific language they will need to tell you if something, someone has touched them inappropriately. Second, children need to be made aware of good touch versus bad touch, and what is considered private, and therefore only to be touched by themselves, parents in cleaning, and doctors under parental supervision and with a child's consent. And finally, children need to know who their trusted safe people are. These are family members, friends, teachers, coaches, religious leaders, whom the child can go to if anything happens without them feeling scared or like they're being punished. Child sexual abuse can be prevented and eradicated if we simply begin to have these hard conversations. It is up to us to set the stage for a future where sexual predators can no longer get away with perpetuating their crimes because all of us are watching out for our children and empowering them to stand up for themselves. Are you with me? If so, please share this with anyone you know. Help spread the message that there's no stigma to discussing sexual abuse. We owe it to our children to make this world a safer place. Thank you, Monica Sotokoff. It was very well said and very brave. I'm going to put a link uh, to that video in the episode description so you can click on it and share it and share it and share it. Kids are terrific, happy, innocent, and free. They can remind us of what is best about ourselves. When they are sexually abused, that happiness is dimmed, sometimes for life. With your help, more kids will get to grow up full of light and life. Kids shouldn't have to try to prevent sexual abuse all by themselves. We adults have to learn to recognize when people are acting inappropriately around our children and speak up before a child is harmed. 
That's a couple paragraphs from this pamphlet called Stop It Now. Uh, it's a group that focuses on preventing child sexual abuse. They have this pamphlet. It is so, so good. And if you'd like to read this pamphlet so you can learn about sexual abuse of children and how to prevent it, email me at podcast at sherapywithsherrytodd.com. Podcast at sherapywithsherrytodd.com. And I will send you a PDF file where you can just click on it and read away. It's such, such, such important information that you need to read to protect your child. I'll be back in a second. My mother was always very active and independent, and she was familiar with her neighborhood. But one day, she stopped at the stop sign for much longer than usual. She wasn't even really sure where she was at. It's important for you to talk to someone about it. I felt so much better after my son told me, Mom, we'll figure it out. When something feels different, it could be Alzheimer's. Now is the time to talk. Visit alz.org slash ourstories to learn more. A message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council. So did you watch the Democratic National Debate? Uh, what did you think of it? I, I, you know, I think the only interesting part was when it was over and Elizabeth Warren went up to Bernie Sanders and had that exchange. That was kind of like the only interesting thing. They pretty much all said the same thing. So, but there was one thing that the, when they were talking about health care and Amy Klobuchar said something that kind of related to me and I thought I kind of like listened it more closely because it's something that I think if it's affecting me kind of now, um, not me personally, but my mom. And um, so so here's the exchange. Here's uh, Bernie Sanders and, and Amy Klobuchar talking about health care. Well, first of all, what Joe forgets to say is when you leave the current system as it is, what you are talking about are workers paying, to, on average, 20% of their incomes for health care. That is insane. You got 500,000 people going bankrupt because they cannot pay their medical bills. We're spending twice as much per capita on health care as do the people of any other country. Look, we've talked about health care for all in this country for over 100 years. Now is the time to take on the greed and corruption of the healthcare industry, of the drug companies, and finally provide healthcare to all through a Medicare for all single payer program. Can, it won't be easy, but that is what we have to do. You, you can do it without that. You can do it without Medicare for all. You can get the same Abby. place. No, you can. Senator Klobuchar, your response. Yeah, uh, Senator Sanders and I have worked together on pharmaceuticals for a long, long time, and we agree on this. But what I don't agree with is that we, sh his position on health care. This debate isn't real. I was in Vegas the other day, and someone said, don't put your chips on a number on the wheel that isn't even on the wheel. That's the problem. Over two-thirds of the Democrats in the U.S. Senate are not on the bill that you and Senator Warren are on. Uh, you have numerous governors that are Democratic that don't support this. You have numerous House members that put Nancy Pelosi in as Speaker. The answer is a nonprofit public option. The answer is 
The real debate we should be having is how do we make it easier for people to get coverage for addiction and mental health? I have a plan for that. And then finally, what should we do about long-term care, the elephant that doesn't even fit in this room? We need to make it easier for people to get long-term care insurance. We need to make it easier for them to pay for their premiums. Uh, my own dad, I know when his long-term care insurance ends. And then we have some savings for him. He's in assisted living. Uh, he got married three times, whole nother story, so there isn't much there. But then we go to Medicaid, and I've already Thank talked you. to Catholic Elder Care. They're willing to take him in. Our story is better than so many other families. We have to make it easier for long-term care. It's Thank not you. just Thank for you, seniors. It's all and she gets cut off right there. But um, it is long-term health care. My mom's Medicare does not cover it. Um, it'll cover um, like short stays in a nursing home or whatever, like if she had a stroke or, or something and she has to go get rehabilitation or anything like that. It, it'll cover it for um, a while, but not long enough for, say, she develops um, aggressive behavior and starts throwing knives at people and she's just not safe to be around. Not that I think that will happen to my mom, but if it did, I would have to put her somewhere. And nobody I know has the money that I would have to put her in a special care facility for people with Alzheimer's and it's, it's just too expensive. And the funny thing is, is I remember in college, a teacher was saying, if you were going to get into a profession, a good profession to get into would be a pharmacist because baby boomers are all going to become seniors, is what he was saying. And and baby boomers are like the biggest group of, of people in the country, and they're all going to get old, and they're all going to need medication. So... You know, so there's going to be a lot of pharmacies that need pharmacists. So he's trying to talk everybody that would be a good career to go in because it's not something that's going to get, you know, very likely people get laid off because there's always going to be pharmacies that are going to need pharmacists because, I mean, what's the first thing older people need is medication and and um, it's expensive. And some people have a lot. My brother and his wife, they I mean, you walk into their room and it looks like a pharmacy. They they take so much. I'm lucky. My mom only takes um she only takes two, two medicines. But it's it's it is expensive. And the long term care, you know, everybody's getting older. And some people, you know, luckily my mom has family to take care of her. But what about the people who don't? You know, what is it costing them? And I, I don't know. I I just I just. That just resonated with me because it's something that, I mean, I may need it someday. You know, you, you never know. And I'm definitely, I'm not going to be able to afford it. I'm not lucky like that. But um, so what do you do? You try to vote for the people that are going to help you when you get older or help you when you're younger. You know, you know, a lot of people are trying to do the, uh, the you know, free tuition for college. So, you know, you just got to vote for your heart, you know, what your heart tells you to do, what you what where you what your conscience is telling you to do, you need to vote. And uh come November or if you're a democrat come March, you know, for the primaries, you need to vote for whoever speaks to you the most and whoever feels represents you the most. 
And please, women, please vote. You know, there's a lot of women that don't vote. And you know what? We finally have the right to vote. Remember, one time we weren't allowed to vote. Get out there and vote. And if you haven't registered, please get to the post office and vote. Vote. It's your God-given right. Vote. So my mom's doing pretty good. She had a really good day yesterday. My brother came over. And she really loves when my brother comes over, my brother James. And I tell her that. I go, I go, James, mom just loves it when you come over. And he's like, yeah, right. And I'm, she, she, when I went, uh, before I went to bed, I usually go in her room and say goodnight. And I was telling her goodnight. And she said, I had such a really good day today. And I said, did you? Good. I'm glad. And she seemed very chatty. She was just talking, talking, talking all day long, just talking, talking, talking. And it was the same thing over and over again, but she was just going on. And at one point, I think she was just talking to herself. I mean, she was just talking, talking, talking. So she was, she had a really good day yesterday. And she loves it with my brother. My brother comes over and, and every now and then kind of helps out with, you know, little repairs around the house. He fixed my uh, lawnmower, thank God, so I can finally mow the grass. But he, he just does little things around the house. And then, you know, we usually go to lunch or dinner or whatever. Uh, yesterday we went to breakfast, and my mom just loves it. She just loves when he comes around. And um, so she she had a good day, and um, she's still crying about the cat. She was crying last night, you know. Again, I heard her getting up, walking around the house, and I'm like, what are you doing? And she was crying because she couldn't find the cat. And I keep telling her, you know, the cat's been going outside every night for the last six years, and all of a sudden she's worried. And I know this is going to pass. She goes through these little things where she obsesses over something. And a couple weeks later, she's on to something else. You know, she had a, she, she could have swore she saw a big blackbird come down and take the cat away. And I'm like, what big blackbird? I mean, a crow? She's as big as a crow. A crow's not going to come. We don't live anywhere near falcons or, or hawks or eagles. I mean, nobody's going to take the cat especially a big black bird. But, you know, I think she dreams it and she kind of confuses it with reality. And so, but she's doing good. You know, the CT scan, well, we got the results from it and everything was fine. There was no bleeding on the brain, um, no tumors, no anything. Uh, she does have a lot of cholesterol buildup on her brain. Uh, but, and there is a little bit of shrinkage, but not a lot compared to the one she had, you know, five years ago. So, you know, so everything seemed pretty good. Uh, we'll find out more when we actually see the neurosurgeon. Uh, it was her primary doctor that was telling us the results. Uh, she says, you know, he'll tell you more. She goes, I'm not a neurologist, but so she's doing good, you know, for, you know, 84, about to be 85. She's, she's doing really good, you know, so things are moving along. Okay, so that does it for this episode of Sherapy. I hope you enjoyed it. Remember, Facebook, Instagram, Sherapy with Sherry Todd. Follow me, and if you have any comments about anything, podcast at sherrypwithsherrytodd.com. Email me with any questions. Like I said, if you want to share anything about this episode or other episodes or future episodes, whatever, email me podcast at sherapy with sherry todd.com go to the website go to the website and uh, you could sign up there also and you can like i said 
Continue to follow us on your favorite podcast app. Share us with whoever you think might be interested in listening to Sherapy. And again, I appreciate everybody who listens. And remember to embrace your voice. See you. Bye. You can find Sherapy with Sherry Todd in your iTunes, Spotify, Anchor, or other favorite podcast apps. And don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss an episode.